Hi everybody. Hey. Uh, welcome back to date night at the coffee shop. Um, I'm Bart. I'm Sam. Um, and we just, you know, want to thank you guys for joining us. Uh, for this, if this is your first time listening, we, uh, what we do here. Um, Here's we, how this is going to go down. We Let's pick a random topic to talk about every episode. Um, and then also we'll try a different kind of coffee at the beginning of each episode. And just kind of give our thoughts on it. Um, so today we're going to be talking about our subject is whiskey, one of my favorite subjects. Um, so we're going to be delving into that a little bit about the different, different types, how they're made, um, what they taste like, what they taste like. Yeah. We've actually got some, some different types of whiskeys we're going to be, um, tasting on the episode as well. I feel Um, slightly intimidated. uh, I feel slightly (laughs) excited um no i'm totally ready um our coffee of choice today uh we, we thought it would be very fitting to get one that would we found one that kind of goes along with our subject today um the coffee we're drinking today is from the coffee nook um it's in i, I don't know if it's solely an etsy shop we found it on etsy mm-hmm. uh but it's it's a whiskey infused coffee so mm-hmm. we thought that was very fitting for our subject so we're going to be trying that one today. Um, but yeah, hopefully you guys enjoy this. Um, also, just want to go ahead and shout out, by the time anybody listens to this, obviously it's been published, but to us, we just started publishing our episodes this week, and mm-hmm. we are very, um, very humbled and appreciative of you know all the attention it's been getting. Yeah, thanks um, so guys. So thank you guys so much. You like us. You really like us. <laughs> All right, so we've got our whiskey-infused coffee from the Coffee Nook. Uh, let's this go is ahead and a dark roast. This is it is a dark roast. Uh, let's go ahead and take a taste of this. Okay, it's very hot. My glasses are fogging out. Hmm. Oh, that's interesting. It's definitely interesting. Um, it's it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. It's a very smooth coffee. Yeah. Um, it's got like this malty kind of yeah. back end flavor. I can, this is going to sound really um, bad, but like it's, you know, because the description says it's infused in like barrels. Uh, and I can, I can taste that a little bit. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's where a lot of the flavor from in whiskeys comes from is from those barrels anyway. So, so they just let this, they let the beans kind of sit in used whiskey barrels then uh and that's how they that's how they get their flavor i'm not sure how um, they do that I can, I can taste can taste a little bit of like like the malted barley kind of kind of deal hmm. um not bad yeah, i like it i don't i don't think i would drink it all the time yeah this would not be my regular coffee yeah definitely not um that flavor is very interesting though i, I, I like it i'm a fan um what would you give it out of 10? Are we doing out yeah, of 10? Yeah, out of 10. Mm, oh, I don't know. Probably like 6, 7? Seven? 7? Yeah. Oh, it's a 7. Yeah. I'm okay. going to go with 7. Coffee quality, I would probably give it like an 8.5. Um, but as far as an actual drinking coffee, 
like an everyday drinker, it would have oh, to. Oh, yeah. I would probably say probably more like a six and a half to seven. Yeah, that's pretty. Um, it's pretty good, but again, I, I wouldn't want to drink it all the time. Yeah. Um, just because it is, it's a little intense. Yeah, it's very bold. I think it's, that's, It is very bold. That's the way that we would put that. Yeah. Pretty good, though. Pretty yeah, good. it's not bad. Yeah. All right, so let's go ahead and dig into our topic again today. We're talking about whiskey and everything involved therein. Um, previously, we'd already done an episode on alcohol. I mean, you guys may have already listened to that. Um, so we kind of talked a little bit about whiskey before, but there was so much um, in each different type. We thought we'd kind of break into um, some of the different types, and so we definitely wanted to start with whiskey. It's one of my one of my favorites as far as liquors go. This will be an experience for me. That's for darn sure. Yeah. So, whiskey. Tell me about it. Okay. This is exciting because I'm going to tell you things that you already know. So, um, is that what mansplaining is? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, um, let me tell you what mansplaining is. So, oh, okay. mansplaining is actually... No, just, kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Okay. So, the process. How do we get whiskey? How do we get this liquid goodness? Okay, so first step is malting, mm-hmm. um, and then so it's basically where the raw grain is wet and then allowed to sprout a little bit, um, <clears throat> and it secretes an enzyme that converts the. It's usually it's usually barley, but it can be corn or any like grain, um, and it's um, it's the barley's starches turn into sugars, and then when it germination is then stopped because it's dried. And heated over peat fires. Usually a peat fire. So it's not always heated over a peat fire. Um, but especially for scotch. That's yes. like a very typical scotch flavor is using those peat flavors. Yeah. We'll get into that uh, Which too. is a kind of, like a, a kind of moss yeah. for those of you that don't know what peat is. Yeah. Um, it's not as common in the here in the States as yeah. it is in like Europe and UK and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So then mashing happens. So the grains that are being used to like make whatever whiskey that you're drinking um, are ground up and put in a large tank with hot water and then they're agitated. And once a lot of the sugar, like as much of the sugar as possible has been extracted, the mixture moves to the fermentation stage. Okay. Okay. Cool. So mashing. So you hear this a lot, especially in regards to like um, Jack Daniels and Tennessee whiskey kind of deals is they talk about like their sour, sour mash, mash a lot. Yeah. Um, so the mash is just where they take the grains, they kind of grind them up, put them in some water and just kind of shake it around. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. And then fermentation, it's when the mash meets yeast. So the yeast converts the sugar into alcohol and the process can take anywhere from 48 to 96 hours, which with different fermentation times and different yeast and all, you know, science stuff. Right. Um, and then, so it results in a beer like liquid. So basically whiskey is distilled beer, essentially. Mm, that sounds um, more delicious than I originally <laughs> thought. Um, so the resulting beer like liquid is called distiller's beer. Um, it has about 7 to 10 ABV before it goes into the still to be distilled. So can you just drink this distiller's beer? Well, actually, during Prohibition uh, during prohibition times, distillers would actually, or like um, distilleries, they would sell um, this stuff in the form of bricks. They would sell like the mash, and the, the mat, they would sell mash in the form of bricks. So, they, so they took like the ground grains and would Dehydr- kind of yep. compress them into bricks. Mm-hmm. And then you just kind of add water and 
Yep, do your own thing with it. Huh. And then you ferment from that point and you could and all of your Why still, don't they still do that? That would be awesome. Yeah, I know. And like all of your still equipment you can pretty much find at your local hardware store. Still to this day. Pretty much. Anyways. Right. Um so then it goes into the distillation process. So stills are usually made of copper and it helps um get rid of any unwanted flavor or aroma that may be lingering. And then um, there's two types of stills. It's pot stills and column stills. They function differently. I didn't really look into, like, the different differences in them. But um, basically, after distillation, it's just aging in whatever form you want right. to age it in. Usually in some kind of barrel you know, like or some, some kind, kind of barrel. Yeah. An oak barrel or Oh, my gosh. Can we do some, that? Some can we barrel. go somewhere and, like, isn't that possible? Isn't that a thing where you can go and, like, put your name on a barrel and, like, yeah, some distilleries I think you can you can go that. like I, th- I think you can like buy it when when they first distill it and then when it gets done aging you can And you that's can what get gives like it its that color. Barrel. Um some places you can just buy a, a used barrel too, I think. Heck yeah, that'd be so um, cool. That would be pretty awesome. So and that's that is what gives it its color, correct? The yeah. aging and like yeah, in the barrel. Yeah, before it gets aged, it's just white. white. It's like that's vodka or moonshine or anything like that. Okay, that's what I thought. Um, and then the aging in in the in the oak barrels or the the wooden barrels, which are usually charred on the inside. Oh, okay. They'll so kind of char them up. That's kind of what my research. I just wanted to make sure the internet was right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's definitely right on that aspect. So that's so, what gives it its like amber looking color. Yeah. So that's how you make whiskey. That's like the nitty gritty of it. Um, Those of you that take these instructions and go to make your own, I'm not endorsing any sort of activity yep. that's illegal. Yep. Well, we'll, um, well we can. Yep. Mm-hmm. Sure. But <laughs> if you make it, if you make some sort of drink that I'm not telling you to make, I would gladly participate in the consumption. I don't condone that message, but we'll, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Um, let's see. So do you want to talk a little bit about types? Yeah, let's go through the different types of whiskey. So the different types. There is American whiskey to start off with, and there are a few different types of American whiskey. Um, American whiskey, there is bourbon and rye. Is that the only one? I mean... Oh, well, there's bourbon and rye. Then there's Tennessee whiskey... And white whiskey, which is moonshine. But anyways, yeah. Um, so rye whiskey is historically more northern. Mm-hmm. And it's it's less sweet. And um, it has fifty one at least 51% rye grain in it. It And then the, the tasting notes on it is more uh, crispier, spicier, and sharper mouthfeel right. than bourbon. Yeah, it's a uh, little bit harsher of a flavor usually. Mm-hmm. And it says that it's um, charred in new oak barrels for at least two years and then they have no additives um aged in charred new oak barrels yeah you said there's charged charred in new oak oh aged yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. aged in charred new oak barrels yeah um no additives but water so you can't add anything to it except water so and then i have a cocktail here that you can use i mean that you can make using rye whiskey called vucare um it is Three-fourths an ounce of rye whiskey, three-fourths an ounce of cognac, three-fourths of sweet vermouth, half an ounce of Benedictine liqueur. I don't know what that is. Um, I'm not sure either. Um, Peshav's bitters. and Yes. Uh, and what is this one? Angostura. Angostura bitters and then a cherry. 
So I actually already have almost all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. I'll need to make one of these. So, um, nice crack. Nice. Um, the brands of this are, like some brands that you guys may have heard of, are Wild Turkey, Rye, and then Knob Creek. Yeah, so Wild Turkey, I mean, they make, most traditionally they make more bourbons, but they do have a, a, a rye, um, a, a rye version, and then Knob Creek also makes a, a rye whiskey. Um, there are lots of other brands too. Um, I don't typically buy rye so much, so I'm this not is really exciting, as though. familiar with it. Yeah, so uh, with each one of these, you know, as many as we have, we've got a few different types of whiskeys, so we'll go ahead and try some of them. Um, this one is Red Eye Rye, um, and in also going with our theme for this for this episode, this actually is a rye whiskey infused with coffee. I'm so excited. To complement our coffee that was infused with, with whiskey. With whiskey, I know. And so. this is made in Nashville. Is this made in Nashville? Mm-hmm. It yeah. is. Oh, I didn't even know that. That's awesome. Okay, that's enough. That's right, enough. So there's some for okay. you. Okay, we're going to try this. Ooh. Here's some for me. This, remi- this just reminds me of red-eye gravy. Oh, my gosh. What if we put whiskey in red-eye gravy? That's probably where the name comes oh from. Oh, my gosh. That would be so good. All right. So, again, this is coffee-infused um, rye whiskey. This smells awfully sweet, though. It does. So I'm curious. Probably as a lot from the coffee. Yeah. A lot of it's just the smell, too. Yeah. Okay. Okay, here we go. Wait, wait, wait. There's, there's supposed to be supposedly a way that you're supposed to drink this, right? So, traditionally, yeah, you'll want to, like... You really like, put your nose into the glass, really. Ooh, I can do this. this. is like wine. Yeah, unlike wine. So, like, a lot of times <laughs> with whiskey. So, like, wine, you just want to, like, kind of hold the glass up to your nose and smell. Like, with whiskey, a lot of times, you can actually put your nose into the glass. Oh, that's so and then interesting. just kind of tilt it up just a little bit. Obviously, you don't want this to get up your nose. That would be quite <laughs> Horrible. Awful. Horrible. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, and then you just kind of take a deep, a deep inhale. Okay. You really get the aroma going. Um, and sorry, then what? Something like this. Um, Do yeah, you put so, some on your, on your? Where is it? I don't know. There's like this. With this one, I mean, with this being like a flavored infused, it's not really that big a deal. So we can just go ahead and try. It. Okay. Mmm. It is very sweet. This That's is really more really like a, sweet. I think it's more like a liqueur. Yeah. Um, wow. It's good though. It's really good. Yeah. So this would be, this would probably be, um, what's another like, like a coffee liqueur, but made with rye instead of whatever else. Yeah. That's, that's probably more like what they were going for. Um, It's good though. It is very sweet. It's good. Um, yeah, it is pretty good. It's not what I was expecting. I'm a little disappointed at that. I expected I it, it to be, be sharper, like with coffee, like actual. Yeah, well, that, I mean, it's it's got actual, like, sugar in it. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Cool. That's that. really good. Uh, please excuse our uh, dogs. They're, they have, they're they, rude. They have been banished from the recording studio, a.k.a. our office, but they still, you know, they still go about it. Yeah. Um. So... The next one, you ready for some, some, the next type? Yeah, let's talk about the next one. This one is my personal favorite. Okay, so um, this is bourbon, and it's generally the sweetest of the whiskey family. It has notes of caramel and vanilla, and um, it has to be made in the, in the U.S. Um, it has to be made from at least 51% corn and not rye. Um, it has to be aged in charred 
new oak barrels for at least two years to be called straight bourbon. So no additives but water allowed. No coloring, caramel, and flavor. Like, none of that. Even though it has those notes, it's not allowed to have that, like, added. Right. So those just, those flavors come in from the whiskey and the the barrels and stuff themselves. You can't add anything to get those flavors. Mm-hmm. I think the I think the um, the regulations have changed a bit um, to where now, so it has to just be made in the U.S. I I want to say that originally it it had to actually be made in Kentucky. Oh, I don't know. I'm hmm. not I'm not a hundred percent sure on that, but I want to I want to say that's right. Okay, well, this one is this one's kind of your favorite. So do you want to go ahead and crack this open? Yeah. Okay, so we are going to be drinking. Buffalo Trace. Yeah, Buffalo Trace Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. So, since it's straight bourbon, that means that it has to be aged in charred barrels for at least two years. So. Yeah, this, um, I believe it's... This is interesting. So, some other brands um, of this are Evan Williams, um, Basil Hayden's, Maker's Mark, and Pappy Van Winkle. Pappy Van Winkle is... uh, I have not had the pleasure of, of trying it. Okay, whoa, it's whoa, whoa, whoa. supposed to be one of, like, the most whoa, bro. prestigious bourbons. Um, but in some of my research, I found out that Pappy Van Winkle actually is distilled in the same um, facility as Buffalo, Buffalo Trace. Trace. So. so I'm excited about trying this Buffalo Trace. I've never had this particular kind before. Um, All right. Oh, this. Oh, I definitely smell caramel. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very... Oh, that's really interesting. All right, we'll go ahead and... Ooh, that's... That's it's not bad. smooth, a little sweet. <coughs> um, <laughs> oh, it is goodness. It is strong. Uh, mm. Man, that's really good. Ooh, following that up with, like, this coffee, is, coffee, whiskey, or whatever, This may bourbon. be the best bourbon I've had. Wow. This is a lot. That's fantastic. Okay. Um, so Buffalo Trace is a winner. Whew. So the cocktail that we have with this, um, that you can make with this, is called a Kentucky Mule. It's two ounces of bourbon, half an ounce of lime juice freshly squeezed, and then six ounces of ginger beer served in a copper cup. Yeah. I love... Or a mug. Kentucky Mules are great. Yeah. Um, just a, a good anytime kind of drink. Um, you can also, which I'm not sure if you... I don't know. I don't know if you listed. Oh, yeah, you've got one under Canadian whiskeys, too. Yeah, we'll get there. Okay, we'll get to that one later. Then. We'll get there. All right, so you ready to learn about Tennessee whiskey? This is yeah, exciting. Tennessee whiskey. So This is where we um, are. Yeah, yeah, so we live just right outside of Nashville. So we, um, you know, Tennessee whiskeys is just kind of. Yep. Part Big of, deal. Part of the uh, the atmosphere around here. All right. So it is a specific variation of bourbon made in Tennessee. It is 51 to 79% corn. Um, so additional regulation uh, is that it has to be filtered through maple charcoal chunks before aging, called the Lincoln County process. Huh. Yep. I never knew about that. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. And then some brands, obviously, Jack Daniels. And George Dickel. Yeah, two two very solid ones. Mm-hmm. Um, so the cocktail that we have for this is a mint julep. I think I figured since it's southern, you know, very mm-hmm. southern thing to drink. Um, so a mint julep is made with a teaspoon of sugar, three to four mint leaves, plus a leaf for garnish if you're fancy like that. 
um, ice and then two ounces of bourbon. So you just mix all of that together and you've got yourself a mint julep, which actually sounds really refreshing. It does. I've, I've never had one. Um, I've always, like I've heard of them before, but we should try one of these. We I really mean, we, should. We should go actually go through and try like all of these cocktails. But Well, we have enough to do definitely, so. Definitely that one. I think I'm, because I'm not going to drink the rest of mine. Yeah, so, so just, here's, uh, we've got some Jack Daniels, uh, just old number seven. Um, to try for our Tennessee whiskey. Yep. And I've had this before and I actually do, I do really like the simple, just Jack and Coke. Like, yeah, it's a good, solid, um, easy cocktail, mm -hmm. easy drink. Um, who that one burns. What it, much it is, worse. Is it, a, it is a little harsh. Who? Yikes. Hmm. <coughs> so this, this process, I find it interesting. So it's got to be filtered through these maple charcoal chunks. Mm -hmm. um, but so there's not any kind of um, specific regulations on what kind of barrels it has to be aged in, though. I don't think so. Huh. I don't think so. Okay. Um, maybe, like, each manufacturer or, or each, like, distiller has, like, hey, we only do it in these kind of barrels, you know? Mm -hmm. But, um, but yeah, as far as, like, the, like, filtering process, no, or, you know... I do smell a little bit of maple in here. That's interesting. I've and never, I, since I've really gotten into whiskey, I actually haven't had Jack Daniels in, in quite a while. Um, so I've never just sat around and, and drank it just to enjoy the, the whiskey flavor itself. But it's actually very, it just very nice. It's I get like this, I do smell the maple a little bit, but I also smell like a, uh, a little bit of like that, that fake banana flavor like <laughs> like banana laffy taffy oh that's funny do you smell it let me smell oh yeah actually a little that's bit crazy. that's crazy i've never noticed that before oh that is um, really interesting. it's really good though all right folks next time you have some jack daniels handy smell it and see if you smell this imitation banana and let us know yeah that's interesting i do smell it hmm. okay so you ready to go on to the next one let's do it all right, so this is something that you and I have talked about. So, white whiskey and moonshine. Yeah. All right, so white whiskey or moonshine and or neither nor whatever um, is not aged. So, I'm just going to go ahead and give you my hot take. My hot take is if you buy it in a store, it's not moonshine because moonshine is illegal. If you buy it in a store, it is white whiskey, nothing more. So... No, no hard feelings, but uh, it's not moonshine if you buy it from a store. Okay, well, it's being it's marketed as moonshine. It's white whiskey. I'm just telling you, marketing's wrong. Mo moonshine and white whiskey is the same thing. Okay, so we do have some moonshine, and we're not going to say who gave this to us, but thank you very much. And um, the brand of moonshine is uh, whoever makes it for you brand. So. Well, I mean, there are some, there are some <laughs> other ones. Um, the most notable uh, moonshine manufacturer would be probably Old Smoky. A but lot of people probably not, see some stuff from them. But it's not days. illegal, so it's not moonshine. It's just white whiskey. The moonshine doesn't necessarily mean illegal. Yes, it does. That's the literal definition of moonshine. Yeah. Okay, be careful with this. All right, so, ooh, I'm scared. All right. So the reason why moonshine was kind of a big deal is because, you know, it, you did it by yourself and... Um, yeah, like, you could go blind, apparently. No if, regulation on what's in there. Yeah. Just, if I go blind, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be gonna really go upset. Blind. It just smells, it smells a lot like vodka, actually. See, I've found, in a way, I've actually had some of this before. 
I have not. I don't smell it as much. It's not as... I feel like it used to smell more. Mm. I've had this for a while. So technically this is aged. It's just not aged it's in... It's just aged in a jar. In a, in a mason <laughs> jar. So, all right. Are we ready? Yeah, go for it. Okay. Oh, I can't feel my mouth. <coughs> oh my gosh. Oh boy. <clears throat> That's intense. That's not that bad. I'm going to do a coffee chaser. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's not bad at all. Um, I'm sure. It's a lot smoother than I remember. Wow, I'm just a pansy, I guess. Whew. Okay. It's a little sweet also. Yeah, it, it's definitely sweeter. It's just really harsh. Yeah. So. But you definitely, it doesn't have any of those, like, those charcoal kind of flavors. Yeah, since yeah. Since it's not aged. So the cocktail that we have for this is <clears throat> called the Moon Dance. And it is two ounces of moonshine, half of Conchi Americano Aperitivo, which is like a wine brandy liqueur thing. Mm -hmm. um, and then half an ounce of dry vermouth, a fourth an ounce of green chartreuse, which is another liqueur. Um, it's probably just chartreuse. Oh, probably. I've had too much. I've had too much whatever we're drinking. Um, it's the coffee. And then a fourth an ounce of maraschino liqueur, a dash of orange bitters, and a garnish with an orange peel. So this actually sounds like a very sweet, um, what is that? Like a um, an old-fashioned? Well, it's got... Or Manhattan. Of, I mean, like the, the vermouth. It's probably I think it's more, probably more similar to a Manhattan. Okay. So that was, that moonshine was not as bad as I was expecting. That's the first time I've tried it, I think. I don't think I had it whenever they first gave it to us. So, anyways. It's, it's definitely um, mellowed some since well, we've had it for a couple <laughs> of years now. Okay. So, another note about American whiskeys is this thing called bottled in bond. So, it's a bottling and labeling set of legal regulations. It stems from the Bottled in Bond Act of 1897. It was to ensure authentic and quality whiskey. Um, so... It has to be aged for... So if it's a bottled and bond whiskey, then it has to be aged for at least four years and it has to be 100 proof. Um, it has to be the product of one distillery from one season. And I'm not sure what the one season means. I wonder if it means like one round of dis distillation. You know what I mean? Or if it's like one season of barley or corn, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. So the purpose was originally to create a standard of quality for bourbon, but some distilleries also produce bonded rye whiskey, corn whiskey, and apple brandy. So that's where that, um, like the brandy, the VSOP stuff like that, I think that's that's kind of where it comes from oh, okay. on the brandy. Yeah. So <clears throat> that is your American whiskey. Yeah. Um, also, we didn't talk really much about what the name comes from, Moonshine. Oh, yeah. Um, so d did you have any information on that? I didn't look that up. Mm -hmm. um, so basically most of it, I, th I think, is just from during the Prohibition days when... In, and even after that, when people were, were making moonshine, especially, I mean, you may have people that, that knew of, of Dukes of Hazard. that was kind of their big deal as they were running moonshine. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, Uncle I Jesse uh, made moonshine. That was his business. I didn't know that. Yeah. So huh. they, they were running moonshine in, in the, the General Lee. Mm. Um, hmm. But yeah, a lot of it was, I, I think it was from when the... Is it just because it was done at night? They were transported in, at night. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay, that's cool. I think there it was called like Moon. The people that did it had a, a name like Moon Rakers or something like that. Oh, and that's kind of where it. Oh, I like that. Comes from that. That's cool. <clears throat> so the next thing to talk about is 
Canadian whiskey. Canadian whiskey. Yeah. Hey. Okay, so it's generally um, lighter and sweeter in character, but still full of flavor. Mostly relaxed rules of the major whiskey nations. So, like, it, it doesn't, it's not as regulated. Yeah. However, um, it has Because they're to... so polite, they don't want to make anybody mad. <laughs> so they just let people, you know, do whatever they feel like doing with their whiskey. Yeah, I, um, so it says it has to be mashed, distilled, and aged in Canada, which that makes sense. Um it must be aged in small barrels for at least three years, which I didn't realize that about the small barrels. I thought that was, I thought that was pretty interesting. Um, it has to, and this one's funny. It says that it's like, oh, the most relaxed, but this is a funny standard to have. It must possess the aroma, taste, and character generally attributed to Canadian whiskey. <laughs> yeah. So that's just, it's gotta that's kind of like, their way to say like, it gotta taste like we don't Canadian really have any rules, here. but... <clears throat> As long as you're making something that tastes like Canadian whiskey, it's Canadian whiskey. Okay. So it, but the thing about this is that it can also contain uh, caramel and other types of flavoring. It doesn't have any regulations on that. Right. As long as they can make it taste, get that signature mm -hmm. uh, Canadian whiskey taste, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. This is pretty interesting about Canadian whiskey. So it de like depending on grain, whatever, that doesn't really matter. They usually create two whiskeys, a base and a flavoring, and then they combine them to make the final product. So a base whiskey is made by distilling to a really high proof in a column still <clears throat> and aging used to, like aged in a barrel. So it's like really lightly flavored. And then the other one is um, like the flavor part of it. So mm -hmm. like it's just the two kinds blended together. So it's really a blended whiskey. Even like their their single yeah yeah huh that's really cool interesting yeah it's that it's a very odd way to go about you know making this that flavor yeah so the cocktail that we have uh, for this is an old fashioned um, it is Crown Royal Reserve that's the way you know from the Crown Royal website and then simple syrup and bitters that's pretty like that's probably the most simple yeah um you also would want a lot of times you'll include like an orange peel oh yeah because um, it's garnish, orange bitters garnish usually, with right? an orange peel <clears throat> in an old-fashioned yeah okay. um you can also make that uh, most of the time i'll make one with with bourbon um old fashions like yeah. my go-to cocktail 90 percent of these drinks are like super interchangeable yeah and all, all of the whiskey yeah. cocktails you can pretty much yeah. just use anyway yeah all right um, you want to yeah, try? So, yeah. So let's talk about some of our brands. We've really just got a couple here. There are a lot of other ones, but a lot of the ones that I found are just, I never really heard of them. I I mean, when I go to the liquor store, I don't really, honestly, I don't really pay a lot of attention to Canadian whiskey. I just, I'll pick up a bottle of Crown Royal every now and then. Mm -hmm. um, and that's what we have today is, yeah, is yeah, yeah. some Crown Royal. Um, so I'll go ahead and give this a taste. I'll let you go first. Cool. Thank you. All right. <clears throat> Ooh, I do like that. It's more yeah. polite than the American kind, traditionally. I mean, I mean come on. Yeah, it kind of goes with the theme. It's much smoother, and I can't tell if it's because it's that or because I've already had five. <laughs> I can't well, A lot tell. of it's because you're used to tasting the whiskey. It's, <laughs> after you get through the first couple of tastes, like that, that harsh burn yeah, is, is definitely... burns diminished. everything out of my throat, so... <clears throat> um, but yeah, this is, this is good. It's, it's it is nice really and good. smooth. Um, it's a little sweet... Um, it's not real heavy like yeah. some of the other ones, like especially like bourbon or yeah, um, or or the Jack or the moonshine. Even though it's clear, it's super heavy. So, but it is good. I do like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Now, while we're on our um, 
since we're traveling abroad with our whiskeys now, we yes. just got done with uh, Canada. Let's go on to um, our actual overseas whiskeys. Okay. Scotch. All right. So, it's made in Scotland. Duh. So, it's primarily malted barley along with other grains, corn, wheat, etc. Um, scotch is usually where you'll hear about people talk about what you mentioned peatiness yes so the barley is first soaked and then dried over burning peat and like it's like that's kind of where that comes from yeah Um, that's like that very that very traditional distinctive scotch flavor that comes from the peat the peat fires okay so there's a few different kinds or like different styles of scotch and it's the same for irish whiskey but we'll go over them so there's single malt and single malt is a hundred percent malted barley it's made in small pot stills and it's um done through two distillation processes um it's usually the product of a single distillery it's aged for at least three years in oak casks or barrels um and then it's often characterized by the region a little bit further uh, some brands of single malt whiskey are Glenlivet, Glenfiddich, uh, the Macallan you said, and then Lagavulin, right? Yes. Okay. Um, all of those are, are very fantastic. I've had a taste of the Macallan. Um, I've had some Lagavulin. Oh, yeah. Lagavulin is amazing. I did like that when we tried it. I have um, tried that one. It's expensive, but it's good. Yeah. Um, also, the... Um, what else? Uh, the Glen... I've never had Glenfiddich. But you've had the Glenlivet. Glenlivet is really good, yeah. Yeah. Um, So the next type of scotch is blended malt. And then, like, so this one one is confusing. We kind of talked a little bit about this. Um, Blended malt whiskey and then just blended whiskey. So blended malt whiskey is a blend of 100% malted barley whiskeys from two or more distilleries. And then blended whiskey is when you combine a single malt whiskey with a corn or wheat whiskey. Right. So Now, most of the time, you're just going to see blended um blended scotch it uh, they don't really talk about the blended they just talk about the blended whiskey mm-hmm. um so a lot of times and i'm not sure if it's just they use these interchangeably or if specifically blended malt whiskey is not as prominent uh but most of the time you'll when you're looking in the liquor store you'll see uh mostly either a single malt whiskey or you'll see a blended whiskey okay okay as far as scotch goes all right and then so there's single grain scotch as well. So it's mostly used for the blending process. Right. Um, it's 100% corn or wheat, and it's a lot lighter. Um, it's produced in a column still, not in a pot still. So the brands of, oh, we didn't talk about the brands of blended. The brands of blended are Johnny Walker and Duars. Yeah. And then the single grain whiskey, it's um, ones that we hadn't talked, we hadn't heard about before. Um, Inver Gordon and then Stra- Strathclyde. Yeah, Strathclyde. Yeah. I just found some of these. I'd never heard of them again. Yeah, that's um, interesting. You don't really see a lot of these. Most of the time, like I said, you'll see uh, mostly like your single malt scotch or your blended scotch. Yeah, yeah. Okay, do you want... Oh, um, uh, Let's talk about our cocktail first. Yes, it is a rusty nail, and it's one and a half ounces of scotch, and then three-fourths an ounce of drambuie, which that sounds really good. Oh, it is. I used to drink these a lot um they're they're fantastic that sounds so good um, so drambuie is actually like it's like a scotch liqueur kind of yeah it's, it's really good like yeah um smoky flavor but it's like a very sweet so you just kind of 
mix the scotch and the drambuie. I want my own um, to this one. Okay. Yeah. So we're actually, we have a scotch to try. We have a blended scotch. Yep. Um, and what this is, is uh, Johnny Walker Black Label, which is aged 12 years. Yeah. Um, it's a little step up from their, their, um, their bottom shelf blend is, <laughs> is their, is the red label. Yeah. Um, so the black label is supposed to be, it's aged a little longer. It's supposed to be a little smoother. Um, so here we go. We'll try the Let's Johnny Walker Black Label. Smelling it, it's it's very oh. does de- definitely smell very scotchy. It's it's very smoky. Kind I of like aroma. this one. Oh, it has a later burn. It burns. Yeah. It burns farther down. Whew. It doesn't burn at first, but it does on the on the way down. Yep. Yeah. It's it's good though. It's it's smooth. Like I said, mm-hmm. that that smoky flavor is very typical of of scotch. Yes. This was my uh, uncle, rest in peace, Uncle Roger's favorite scotch. Yeah, so. he, he would drink Johnny Walker all, all the time. The time. Mm-hmm. So, all right, let's move to Irish whiskey. Okay, all so right. uh, obviously it is, again, made in Ireland. It's smooth and less sweet than bourbon. Um, it doesn't have the smokiness that's usually associated with um, scotch. Right. So there are only three working distilleries in Ireland. <clears throat> However, they each make like multiple things. Right. So, all right. So again, single malt whiskey. It's 100% barley, pot stills, usually three distillation runs. Um, the brands of that are Bushmills and Teeling. Mm-hmm. Then there's... <clears throat> and a little bit about that I actually found. So it is It is just usually three, but it, it, that's not like a regulation. It doesn't right. have to be distilled three times. Yeah. There are... Uh, there are a few that are like just double distilled and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Um, then there's grain whiskey, which is um, like no more than 30% malted barley and other like unmalted grain. So it's just made with um, unmalted stuff, right. like not as much. Then there's blended again. It's a combination of single malt and grain. And the brands for that one are Jameson and Bushmills makes one of those as well. Right. Um, and then there's single pot still whiskey. So this is only made in Ireland. Um, it's 100% barley, both malted and unmalted in a pot still. So there's a brand called Dingle Single Pot Still, and then there's a brand called Middleton. Um, I've heard of Middleton. That's a pretty, um, that's a pretty significant name in the the whiskey world. It's interesting as to like, like this is 100% unique to Ireland. I thought that was really interesting. So, um... Yeah. So, what do we have? What are we? Uh, so today we're actually we're trying uh, some Jameson. Okay. Triple distilled Irish whiskey. It's a again, it's a blended whiskey. Um, Irish whiskey. Blended Irish whiskey. Yeah. Mm mm. Whoa. Not your favorite. Huh? Whoa. Wow, that one just kicked me in the teeth. Oh my yeah. gosh. Irish whiskey is it's a little harsher. Oh my gosh. <sighs> My heritage is like taking a beating. Oh gosh! <clears throat> it's definitely not as my grandfather would be real upset with it's me. It's like it's not <laughs> as heavy of a flavor as some of them. Again, kind of like the crown, but um, <clears throat> it's not as it's not quite as sweet. But it's it's not bad. It's it's actually it's pretty smooth. Um, I haven't had Jameson in a long time, and I actually don't think I've ever just Drank sipped on Jan- Jameson. I've had a few shots here and there in college, but. Yeah. This is good. I like it. Oh, so the cocktail that we have for this is Irish coffee. 
Um, <clears throat> it's four ounces of coffee, one and a half ounces of Irish whiskey, two teaspoons of brown sugar, and an ounce of heavy cream, lightly whipped. That sounds delicious. Sounds really good, actually. I kind of want to have that. Oh, we should have we should have done that for our coffee yeah. today. Well, we can do that. Uh, after. But our you know our whiskey infused was kind of too good to pass up. I know. But yeah, we're gonna need to make some Irish coffee one of these days. Mm-hmm. Um, another, um, an, another Irish. Uh, Irish whiskey cocktail that I'm pretty fond of is an Irish car bomb. Oh, also. gosh. Oh, my um, gosh. So, for those of you that don't know about an Irish car bomb, no, thank you, you start <clears throat> off with, um, you can do a full, you know, the, the full beer um, or the half. A lot of times you'll, you'll start with like half, um, half of a Guinness, mm-hmm. and then you'll have half a shot of jameson or irish whiskey and then half a shot of um irish Irish cream cream. oh my gosh so you'll you can do it two different ways you can mix the cream the irish cream and the and the whiskey whiskey together in a shot and or you can first mix the irish whiskey into the beer and then seems a little safer yeah, either way. I mean, the, the, the whiskey and the, the cream don't really have any sort of interaction, but once that cream drops into the, the beer, it starts to curdle. Um, so you have to drink it very fast. That just so a lot of times, horrible. a lot of times that's what people will do is they'll, you can mix it into the beer or, or you can mix it into the, the cream and then you'll drop the cream shot into you just drop the whole glass and all into, into the, the, col- the mug the, of beer, yeah, and then just chug the whole thing. No, thank um, you. It's quite delicious. Mm. It's actually it's it's very good. That doesn't sound. You delicious. just have to drink it very fast. Like I feel like I, as like a food maybe like I don't know, just not beer. Like because I can understand like the lager, like the molasses kind of of like the yeah, and well, and because <clears throat> Guinness is it's like it's it's a stout, so it's like mm-hmm. it's it's kind of like a coffee and cream kind of thing. Yeah. Um, it's it's really good. No, um, I'll pass. and it's kind of like a game because you have to make sure that you just get through it like quick enough before it because yeah. it will start to curdle I from don't that, want... that beer and the, I, the cream. Yeah, I. It's I, really good. I, I haven't had one in a long time, but not not down for that. I, I don't want to do that with any sense of urgency. I want to like I want to enjoy it, not yeah. feel like I'm gonna. Or another <laughs> another method of drinking an, a, an Irish car bomb is you can take two shot glasses and have. Oh, and like have the Irish cream. Yeah, so you'll have the Irish cream in one shot glass and the Irish whiskey in another shot glass, and you kind of stick them into into the mug of beer, but they kind of they hold each other. They hold each other up. Yeah, so then you you hold the beer with the the whiskey and the cream balanced up in there, and then you can take the shot. You shoot the whiskey, which causes the um, cream the cream to mm-hmm. fall down into the beer and then you chug it yeah as, no. a, as a chaser no no, uh, no it's no. delicious and intense and very fast no thank you um yeah i'll just stick to uh whiskey infused coffee so also a good choice yeah <laughs> so this these were really good these were really these were good. really good <clears throat> like you, even you you've definitely um this is the your, most your taste for for hard liquor has has matured for sure that's that's for sure and these were not nearly as harsh as i thought they were gonna be they're really not once, yeah yeah once you learn how to taste them a lot of people will just take like a big sip and it's just too much but if you're or not shoot pre- it which is just if you're not prepared <laughs> for it it's definitely a lot harsher yeah once you get ready 
Like, you know, and a lot of times too, if you're going to, to just sip on some neat whiskey, take like a small sip, <clears throat> um, just kind of work it around Coat your mouth, your mouth just kind of like yeah. swish it around and make sure you get that all over your mouth to kind of get your mouth accustomed to it. Yeah. And then it's a lot smoother. It's a lot to burn every. It's like a pre-burn. Just pre-burn yeah. everything. But it's a lot easier to to enjoy that way if if you have issues tasting. So you did mention something that we that we haven't talked about, and I just want to touch on it briefly. Like we've mentioned it a couple of times. Is like we are drinking this um, neat. So that means with no ice. Yeah. No. So neat means you just poured the whiskey into a glass mm-hmm. and drank it warm. Yeah, and then on the rocks is on the rocks. Obviously, would be over on, ice. Yeah. Um, also, a lot of times, what you'll do is you'll you'll hear some people with some, especially with certain types of whiskeys, you can also just add like a, just a splash of water hmm. into the whiskey, um, and that that water it just kind of opens up the flavor and makes it a little bit more, more aromatic. Hmm. That's cool. Um, and then there are things called whiskey stones, so that if you just if you want to kind of drink it semi neat yes. where like you're not watering neat. down so so it's it's cold but it's not watered down at yeah. all whiskey stones yeah and I've, I've got a set of those um and basically it's just a it's just some they're like, like just rocks or marbles yeah, yeah that are shaped in cubes and you just Stick keep those in the, in the freezer. freezer let them get cold and then you just pour the whiskey over them yep but yeah so that's that's, <clears throat> that's what we have for whiskey yeah i hope you guys enjoyed it um a lot of it was just kind of rambling on but a lot of these uh, these were really good again just to recap what we did we we had the red eye rye um whiskey infused or coffee infused whiskey mm-hmm. which again is more like a coffee liqueur yes. for those of you that are looking into it yes um it's made in clarksville tennessee so oh, nice. kind of nashville but um <clears throat> we had jack daniels for our tennessee whiskey mm-hmm uh, we had Buffalo Trace for our bourbon. We had Crown Royal for our Canadian whiskey. Mm-hmm. We had Johnny Walker Black Label for our Scotch, which was which is much better than the Blue Label, I have to say. Red Label. Yes, you've never had the. Blue oh yeah, label. yeah. Blue yeah. Label is their 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 best. It's like yeah. fifteen years or twenty years or something like that. I, I don't remember the years that it's aged, but it's it's really good. It's like two hundred dollars a bottle, but it's so good. Yeah, the Red Label Black I've, is. I've definitely. had some of that before. Yeah. Um, and then our Irish whiskey was Jameson. Um, that was again, intense. Yeah, Jameson. I mean, it was pretty good. I enjoyed it. And then um, we and also, then we have our unnamed moonshine. Yes, that was provided by a, a friend. Yes, the moonshine um, distributor that shall remain unnamed. Yeah. Uh. Um, but yeah. So that's that's our take on whiskey. That's our take on our <clears throat> coffee. Again, we had our whiskey infused coffee from the Coffee Nook. Um, a very solid. I, I feel like they're doing really good with their yeah um, with their blends. So I'm. I'm I would be open to trying some of their other roasts. Me too. Me too. Um, so yeah, it's pretty good. But yeah, um, so I hope you guys oh, enjoyed this. And this this was not sponsored by them. We just found it and like yeah, we just not, found this. Yeah. We thought it, it worked in perfectly. <laughs> yeah, not sponsored. Uh, worked in perfectly with our topic. Yeah. Um. So yeah. If you guys did like this, go ahead. We are now on. Yeah. We're so on. We're, we're now streaming on. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify. Wherever you get your pod- podcasts. So if you I mean, as long as it's within those three, because yeah. that's the only three that we're, we're streaming on. I think that, that's um, and then the also only... Podbean. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so as long as that's where you get your podcast, we're on wherever you get your podcast. <laughs> um, and if you like it, please rate, review. Yeah, whatever. give us a review. Um, if you've got any suggestions, maybe some topics you'd like us to delve into, maybe some. Uh, different kind of coffees you'd like us to try 
you can uh, or, send us or some, whiskeys or whiskeys. Yeah, I <laughs> uh, can't guarantee those will always make it onto the show, but I'm always down for some whiskey. Um, but yeah, you can uh, just give us an email at date night coffee shop at gmail um, But yeah, this has been fun. These were really good. I'm excited uh, moving forward with this. Uh, thank you guys so Thanks. much for listening. Um, again, You're welcome this is, this for getting is, to come on our date with us. Yeah, you should feel honored. Yeah, I well, hope you guys enjoyed our date night. <laughs> Um, Again, this is Date Night at the Coffee Shop, and I'm Bart. I'm Sam. I hope you guys have a great one. Thanks so much. Bye.